Hello, I'm Kieran Lynch and welcome to Ovicast, the Chocolate Sheep Podcast. Each episode brings latest insights, advice and technical updates for the sheep industry. In the current episode, we're going to focus on the management of autumn reseeds. To do this, I'm joined by Dr. Philip Crichton. Philip discusses grazing management with us, target opening covers, the importance of getting down to a good residual to promote tillering, as well as management during the current difficult grazing conditions. Philip emphasised the importance of having a clean reseed and he shared his insights with us on post-emergent sprays as well as the final rounds of fertiliser application. We finish up with Philip explaining when a reseed should receive its final grazing and why it's important to consider how this fits into the closing plan for the farm. We start off, however, with Philip discussing the current conditions and its limitations and why a leaf reseed being established in September may not be the best choice for a farm. Very challenging in terms of getting uh, you know, conditions right for sowing. Um, to be fair, where the couple of windows did appear and, and, and seed was put in in good conditions, the weather has actually been pretty much ideal um, in terms of we've had very high um, soil temperatures and we certainly haven't, haven't had a, a lack of moisture. Too much moisture was the case in a lot of places, but definitely in most situations where the seed was in in good conditions, um, you know, it has struck very fast um, and, 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 and swords are, 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 you know, growing and establishing um, much quicker than, than they may normally uh, for this time of year. In fairness, the growth rates have been high. We've seen that in ordinary pasture as well. Are we, do, are we approaching Phyllis stage where it's getting too late to be considering receding, particularly given the fact that most ground is fairly saturated at the moment and we need a period of time to dry out before it even be considered? Yeah, so really at this stage now, um, unless um, ground has already been sprayed off and maybe people were delayed due to the poor weather conditions, um, obviously they're going to have to try and get that ground um, sown. Um, but at this stage, if ground hasn't been um, sprayed off for reseeding, I would be waiting until next year, um, you know, probably next April or May would be the next opportunity um, to go to go reseeding. A um, couple of reasons for that, I suppose. Number one, we don't really want to be taking ground out of, um, you know, the rotation or availability at this time of year. Um, because realistically, if it's so, if it's not sown in until, until September, um, you know, one grazing at best would be getting taken off at this year and it would probably be a very light one. And then would still be, I suppose, relatively weak for the spring when we're going to have a, a very large... Um, grass demand so stuff that would have gone in earlier this year or even in 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 july or early august you're talking you're probably going to get two or three grazings off of those they'll be well tillered um and a good tick sward will have established over the winter and by the time we get to next spring um they will be very productive swords um so that will be the reason really and also i suppose soil temperatures while grass will establish um at a, at a lower threshold um you know, of, of about six degrees um, and, and continue to grow um, at the moment. Most of us certainly um, on the sheep side will be targeting to get a good uh, proportion of white clover into swords as well um, for varying reasons. Um, so there's yeah. land performance and reducing our nitrogen bill. Um, so it, it, It's going to be a bit compromised basically even next spring if you do get in next couple of weeks. You don't get as good an establishment but if we get a wet spring next year, even for grazing point of view, it's going to be slightly compromised considering a mid-September reseed. Yeah, and look, you know, as I say, <clears throat> the later you sow, um, the more challenging the conditions will be. 
um, it has less time to establish and less time to, to get those grazings onto it to, to, to get it to tiller. Um, so you could be left with, with a quite an open sward for the spring, which again won't be as productive as, as it potentially could have been. Um, and, and the argument would be maybe to keep the existing sward, if it hasn't already been sprayed off, get your couple of grazings off it now before you close up and you'll still have a grazing or two off it in the spring and then you can assess your situation as to whether you take it out in April or May or, or you wait till July um, of next so year. If we maybe switch focus to what has been receded and is established and I suspect by and large, given the high growth rates, is probably potentially even slightly further ahead. The grazing management of that for the tail end of this year, and you alluded to some aspects of the earlier, it's important that we get a graze right for a tiller point of view. What kind of cover should we be going in it on it? Um, how soon should we be going in on it, Philip? Yeah, so generally, um, under normal circumstances, you're probably talking six, six weeks, seven weeks post-sowing. Um, you'd be uh, targeting your first grazing. Um, in or around six to seven centimetres, or, or I suppose no more than a thousand kilograms of, of uh, dry matter per hectare in terms of cover. Um, the reason for that is that we want to try and uh, kind of frequent light grazing, so never letting it get too strong um, early on. Get as much light as we can down to the base of the new sward to encourage tillering. Um, and if that's if that's done in the early stages, um, you know the, the 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 potential of that sward, um, you know, will be fully met and 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 will will serve you. Uh, well for, for a long number of years um, the risk I suppose is that we leave it get too strong out of control um, maybe not able to graze it out properly um, you can end up then with, with, with bare patches or, or, or grass dying down over the winter if, 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 if that's left there so uh, as much as possible frequent light grazings In terms of graze out we're, you're, we're still aiming for going down for 4 centimetres on that yeah, we are aiming to graze it out, um, you know, in around that four centimetres. Granted, um, conditions at the moment um, are not always ideal, um, and particularly, you know, in areas where we've had very intensive rain um, over the last week or so, um, I suppose we have to be a little bit flexible in our approach. Um, number one, I suppose, is, is, is at all costs avoid doing any damage. Um, some of the softer ground as well, I suppose, the, if, we, if we do what we call the pull test, that the, 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 the new grass is actually fully anchored. Um, in softer ground, there's the risk maybe of some sward pulling, so where you'd be pulling the new um, grasses out of the, 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 the soil where they're not fully anchored. So if you just grab a couple of tillers between your thumb and your first finger, and if they start coming out easily, then we may have to wait until things dry up a little bit so that, that you know the root can can anchor itself better um before we start grazing i suppose also we don't want to be doing damage if if ground is very soft um where we could be you know uh, doing damage from that point of view so in an ideal world we're going in after six or seven weeks around six or seven centimeters um but if we have to hold off till things dry out a little bit you know then that's what we'll do and I think that's probably what's going to end up happening in certain places. Is there an argument, obviously, look, if we delay it slightly longer, we're going to go into heavier covers. Is there an argument in them cases for splitting them paddocks with a bit of temporary wire 
to graze them out better, but also maybe to give it a chance, a, a greater rest period as well. Yeah, so again, I suppose like our general grazing advice, if if we find we find ourselves in that situation where covers are getting a little bit stronger, again, any sort of subdivision that we can do where we're maybe increasing the grazing pressure on a smaller area in good conditions um, to get that grass cleaned off and growing. Um, fresh reseeds will, will, will rebound, you know, rapidly in terms of their regrowth potential. So... Um, that is probably a good strategy in terms of of, of getting you know that canopy clo- cleared off um and, and and as i say the key is getting light down and getting as much light as possible um down to the base of those swars to get them to tiller i suppose phil another challenge in the last couple of weeks weather hasn't been ideal either for going with post-submerging spray on reseeds it's still very important in autumn to deal with that what would your advice be if they didn't get out already yeah so I suppose the post-emergent spray is from a management point of view and, and, and getting, you know, the maximum benefit from a reseed um, is probably one of the most important things after, after correcting soil fertility. Um, it has been very challenging. Conditions for spraying haven't been good um, and, um, you know, would not, would not be, um, you know, good, good practice to be going out trying to take chances with it. So people would be right not to. Um, I suppose the message would be, um, to, to, to get that post-emergent spray as soon as possible um, when, when ground conditions and weather conditions allow. Um, even if it seems like quite a low um, weed population in the sward now going into September, if you get a dry spell and the opportunity, even if it's after the first grazing or even the second grazing, the, the opportunity to, to eliminate the problem now when, when really the, the, the roots of, of the weeds are, are, are very weak um, and haven't really established a proper tap root, um, you will eliminate them now with your post-emergent spray. Um, if they're allowed to establish even slowly over the winter into the spring, um, they will have gained a lot more strength um, and, and root reserves. And at that stage, it's more of a control option than an elimination in terms of, of weed control. So if at all possible, um, it's get that post-emergent spray on this autumn when conditions allow. You're aiming for a clean sword next spring. Exactly. Just in terms of like keeping them spores going, obviously they would have got the fertilizer application at so and so they would, but again, conditions over the last couple of weeks haven't been ideal to get back in to top it up. The importance of getting a little bit of compound or nitrogen out on that to keep it growing on into the winter in a reseed, they do tend to be hungrier. What should they be aiming at in the next two weeks or so? Yeah, so obviously new grass like that has a has a huge growth potential but with that comes as you say um a, quite a high demand for nutrients so hopefully people will have done a soil test um at establishment and 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 determined exactly what was needed in terms of of p and k and lime and hopefully that was applied if there was maybe some of it wasn't applied um really it's a question of getting that out as soon as possible so if ground conditions were an issue or whatever um, getting getting the right amounts of P and K and lime out to make sure that the the new plants you know persist and, and survive and, and grow to their potential will be the immediate concern. And also because of the the very high growth potential of of, of the grass, um, another um, nitrogen application probably twenty five to thirty units. Um, you know over over the next couple of weeks before the the the, the, the closing date. Um, 
to ensure that it, it has everything that it needs to, 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 to reach its potential going into the winter. And again, look, we'll get better response to that early on. But the re- look, it provides a great chance, especially for finishing lands for the George Warren Punk condition on. That ground is highly useful from now to closing. I suppose it does raise the question, though, Phil, how late should we graze on on a reseed? And should it be one of the earlier products we close up in the rotation? I suppose it depends on, on, on where it is on the farm and on what the plan would be in terms of the, the, the sequence that's going to be grazing in the spring. Um, the one thing we would say about a, rese- a fresh reseed would be that it, it does have a much greater potential for regrowth um, than, we say, more established older swords. So it wouldn't be one that I would be maybe um, earmarking for to be closed first. Um, we probably can graze them a little bit later into the into the closing plan into November, um, and then let them accumulate um, grass over over uh, the winter. Then, and and they certainly will have the capacity then to have a, a quite a, a high cover um, in in the spring. So, just being aware of 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 when you close it and and when you're going to be grazing it in the spring and work around that. So, if if you think that it's not going to be grazed until later on into the the first rotation in the spring, then graze on that bit later. Um, if it's going to be needed early, and look, it it is going to have the potential to provide a lot of grass early when we need a lot of grass for for yaws after lambing. Then adjust your closing plan accordingly. Okay, Phil, thanks again. Hopefully, you get good weather in the coming weeks to make use of this. Hopefully, thanks, Karen. Plenty to consider as always from Philip. There's some very good information. Again, get the most out of every seed is vital, and he offers some very useful tips on that. I will include a link to a short booklet on receding in the description. It's available on the Chagas website. Again, for any updates from our sheep program, keep an eye on our Twitter page at Chagas Sheep. I'm Kieran Lynch. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe to future episodes.